Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Babe, there's something different about my mango pineapple smoothie. Really? My caramel frappe tastes fine. Nah, something's definitely different. No difference? Other than I got them for half off because I ordered on the app. Well, that explains it. Explains what? How things seem to taste so much better when you're getting a sweet deal. Okay. (laughs) Right now at Mickey D's, get 50% off any size McCafe beverage when you order through the McDonald's app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Follow one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. On March 10th, 2021, a family's lives were forever changed. A family rooted in love now deals with the aftermath of a horrific car accident that left their eight-year-old daughter paralyzed from the chest down. We have an opportunity to provide hope. On this special episode of Unscripted, you'll meet my new friends, Tyler and Joanna Hamilton, as they discuss what happened in the accident and how we can help. Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One, available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. But for now, recording from the unscripted studio at the junction in Old Hilliard, here's your host and my friend, Aaron Conrad. All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted from my studios here at the junction in Old Hilliard. Corby, thank you for the audio as always. Um, This is a rush, a rush uh, unscripted today. We're, we're rushing this one because it's important and we need to get the information out as soon as possible. So let me let my guests go ahead and do themselves and we will go from there. All right. We're, we're the Hamiltons. I'm, I'm Tyler Hamilton and uh, we're originally from Kentucky, but we are uh, transplants to Hilliard. And uh, about six plus years ago, we, we actually chose Hilliard, Hilliard mainly because of two reasons. We heard the school systems were great and uh, it was like the best commute to get downtown uh, for work, but still kind of uh, be out in the uh, amongst a you know, kind of a smaller feeling community. So we really loved Ohio. We we thought we'd be here a short time. We're now here six plus years and we just we really like it, you know. So, awesome. yeah, this yeah. is. And I'm Joanna. Nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, and I would just, yeah, he explained most of it, but we thought it was kind of going to be a stop on the way, but we're here to stay. There you go. My wife and I have tried, I, I should say, I have probably tried to move twice, not as much my wife, but she, she went along with me because she's my, my lovely wife, but uh, we tried to move twice and yet we're still here and it's been 21 years. So, right. <laughs> so there you go. It's a, it's a wonderful town and it has, it has its way of holding yeah. on to you a little bit. And yeah. uh, now I wouldn't leave for anything. I, I love this town. So um, you did mention Kentucky is my Carolina blue a problem. Is that going to be okay? You know, I'm, I'm going to be honest, Aaron, when I was, you sent me your link that I read through the bio, I was just really happy. It was a North Carolina fan instead of a Dukie. So oh, there we, we go. Have, That's right. We yeah. our, our, you know, our hatred for another school together and, and celebrate that. Bond. <laughs> That's right. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. And so, you know, I don't have any problem with Kentucky. I really don't. Uh, it's that other school that we won't mention again. So, all right, well, well, let's, let's, let's tell the story um, because it's important. And I want people to know, you know, um, this was brought to my, I'll, I'll lay the groundwork, I guess. I, I, this was brought to my attention from our friends at Dots Tots, um, wonderful organization. They do great things and they, they really help out um, those that need the help uh, when they need it. And it's a wonderful organization. So I received an email and I talked to Andy. Um, the email was telling a little bit about an accident that you all had. 
and a fundraiser that they're doing for you. So I'll, I'll let you tell the story because I don't know any details, but yeah. um, that's some of the groundwork. That's how I was made aware of it and why I want to make so many other people aware of it as well. Right. Um, so on March 10th, this past March, uh, I was driving in our minivan with our four kids and we were going to a birthday party that was right in our neighborhood, but we were returning from the pharmacy down the road. So we um, were driving and, and we stopped and waited to turn left. I had my blinker on waiting, but Roberts Road, I'm sure you're familiar, is, gets a little heavy traffic in the evening time. And so we had sat there for a little bit, just waiting for an opening. And I'm not sure how to describe what happened because none, my kids nor I knew anything was going to happen. We were just mm. waiting to turn. Mm-hmm. And immediately it was like, um, my, one of my daughters explained that like all of a sudden the world was spinning. Mm. Like you, I didn't, I was asking myself, what did I, what did I do? What I'm, I'm turning around and calling the kids names and two, two of my kids, one was crying and one answered me and the two that were in the back seat were not responding to me. Um, so I jumped out of the van and ran around to the back where I saw what had happened. And it was a distracted driver that had not, um, I mean, she, she couldn't have seen us at all. I'm not exactly sure what she was doing, but there was no, no braking involved. Oh, she just hit us from behind. Um, so I couldn't get to my kids that way uh, because it was just gone. The whole back of the van was gone. Wow. Um, and so I came back inside and um, on the way there, I, I got someone's attention to call 911. Um, so that was, that was the accident. It was a, it was a, an extremely traumatic experience for, for all of us. Luckily mm-hmm. those two in the back don't have memory of it. I feel kind of grateful for that. Um, but they were both taken in, in separate ambulances. That's our oldest son, Axel, he's 12. <clears throat> and our middle, our younger, younger daughter, um, who's eight. And so they, they were taken in separate ambulances and they took the three, the rest of us, um, Cooper, my 10 year old daughter, who's now 11. She would mm-hmm. make sure that I corrected that. <laughs> um, Axel's now 13 too. Well, yes, he, <laughs> he, yeah. he wouldn't notice. He maybe yeah. would tell you he was 12. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so the toddler, the three-year-old, the, um, 10-year-old, and I went in a third ambulance, um, Locke, the three-year-old had, um, a broken leg where the, something to do with the impact. I, no one has been able to explain it or why it would have happened, but, um, the driver's seat broke the back of the driver's seat fell, fell back on, onto Locke's legs. So, um, it broke, uh, it broke his leg and Cooper and I, um, came, came out pretty much unscathed. We, uh, 
both had whiplash and have, have been treated for that. And um, luckily things resolved pretty much from, from that. But uh, the other kids um, have had a much longer road to mm. recovery. So once we got to the hospital, we found um, over a couple of days, really, we discovered um, all that they were dealing with. So um, our son, Axel, ha has a traumatic brain injury, um, but it's they explained, explained it to us that it's important to, to know that it's a DAI, which is really bad. It's, mm. it, it's shearing of the brain in many places. Wow. Um, so he had that. He also had numerous breaks in his neck. Um, and, uh, tib fib fracture in his leg. Anything else for Axel? Well, I think, I think when, you know, we got there, the, the part that kind of scared us a little bit on Axel was that through the, the TBI here on his lower, um, lower head part, I guess. I don't remember. There was like a large, a large hemorrhage somewhere that mm. but he, he had full right side paralysis. So oh my gosh, that that day his paralysis, which with Naomi will kind of kind of talk about, is you know scary as a parent. Um, you know when I showed up the accident a few minutes after Joanne, it was it was kind of bizarre because there was no there was no blood, no injuries, nothing other than just that two kids are passed out. And, that kind mm. of added to was, like the world spinning thing. Like yeah. nothing made sense. I've been in car, bad car accidents before, but there's blood, you right, know? Right. Um, so it just, um, just looked kind of like they were sleeping, honestly. Um, wow. But yeah, so Axel, very quickly, Axel started to regain strength on that side, but it, it still um, has been a long process. His most, he still does PT and OT, and um, I would say that most of it has returned. The, the thing that, that he is left with is a shoulder droop mm. um, that probably won't change. It's just one side is lower than the other. Um, and his speech is slight. We notice it because we, we knew Axel before, but yeah. luckily, um, we found lately that, that other people don't, don't notice it as much as we do. And, yeah. and Axel isn't bothered. So that's, that's a really good thing. Um, you want to talk a little bit about Naomi? Yeah, I was, I was thinking, I'm going back to like, you know, Aaron, the, it was just a crazy night. And then really the next 10 days were a blur and then, mm -hmm. you know, on to the you know weeks that we were at, you know, the wonderful nationwide hospital uh, took care of us and our family. And I'm thinking of some fun stuff too, right? <laughs> like one thing just before we move on about Naomi is that Axel's kind of a picky eater and due to his paralysis, he was on a feeding tube for a month and, uh, he has picky eating things and mm -hmm. I won't say his most balanced diet. Maybe I shouldn't have that recorded on a podcast, but uh, <laughs> you know, we try to do our best as parents. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So they had him on a well-balanced insure or whatever liquid diet for a month, man. He, he sprouted like four inches. It felt like it was he, like his nutritious. He most grew. Nutritious been. Is he that grew crazy? At the yeah. hospital. Wow. 
we joke with him now, like, I guess you're just going to stay this height, but, yeah. <laughs> but at least you got those, those months of, yeah. uh, insure. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that, it's great that we can laugh about that. I mean, at the, even yeah. in the midst of this darkness at the time, there was something that, that you can look back at and smile. At least yeah. For sure. Really. It's hard to get there, but mm-hmm. like countless things when we've right. talked since then come up that we can laugh, you know, that yeah. we're, that we're really good. And that's why, you know, maybe we'll talk about Naomi. It was interesting that a couple of times, you know, we had two children go through traumatic injuries um, that we sometimes thought, honestly, as odd as it may seem, it was almost, they did it as a, as a team sometimes. Mm-hmm. They, they almost, uh, you know, gained, gained strength in each other's downs and uh, to raise them up and those types of things. But I think uh, if I kind of go back to that night, it's, um, you know, I'm, driving to the hospital and following the ambulances and you're really not knowing, right? Like I said, there was no visible injuries. So you kind of think, well, they just got to, you know, they yeah. passed out, right? They'll be all right. I think, yeah. you know, and just, you know, great concern. Um, and ultimately I get, I get to the hospital and, you know, they're both in trauma bays and there are just doctors everywhere. I mean, just everywhere. And, um, I quickly realized that Naomi was the larger concern um, because when I went into the one bay with Axel, there was probably, you know, eight or 10 physicians or, you know, nurses or other medical staff. And then I go into Naomi's room and it is shoulder to shoulder. I mean, wow. there's 30, 30 people in there. Mm. And it, I, I quickly realized they're, they're just trying to see if she has movement. And uh, that's when our journey and, you know, spinal cord injuries kind of begin, you know, something that, you know, we watched the Special Olympics this last summer and, you know, in Japan with a little bit different interest now, um, we we learned that night that that was the critical thing we were looking for, that they had definitely seen a spinal cord injury as they did their imaging. Mm. And the question was to what severity and if so, what the recovery time is, if any. And so we've learned so, so much that we didn't know before, um, spinal cord injuries can be complete or incomplete, um, which kind of determines how, how much recovery you can, you can have. Um, and yeah, every, everyone is different. Every, the people who talked to us early on, even within the first week or more, um, they didn't, they didn't want to give up hope because sometimes they see that on the imaging and it's just inflammation that needs to go down so that the nerve, you know, the, the messages can make their way through. But, um, yeah, over, over time, we realized that that was going to be less and less likely. Wow. So I, oh gosh, I mean, honestly, I, I, um, there's so many things that you said that I just can't even imagine um, being separated in separate ambulances alone. Like just th- literally there's so many things that you said that, that um, I can't even begin to wrap my head around. If I was a, a parent being separated from them, even in the hospital, being in separate bays and y- you know, you love them all equally and, and, and wanting to be, uh, I just can't even begin to imagine what, what that night that all of it from all that you have said so far was like, um, and the fact that they were almost shielded from the memory is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, I, that, you know, 
completely unrelated, but ironically enough, I actually was driving our minivan in, in that parking lot right there on Roberts, I think right, right by the Raising Canes and everything. And I hit a light pole because <laughs> I'm just, oh no, I hit a light pole. <laughs> but my son, who's now like 20, going to be 21 um, in a few weeks, um, was with me and he was just a little toddler in a, you know, little booster seat in the back. But I remember he cried like we, like we were, you know, like we were in an accident. I'm like, buddy, it's okay. Like I just hit this light pole and destroyed our yeah. van. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't know why I bring, I, I just bring it up because he was really like he yeah. was traumatized by this little parking lot accident with a light pole that his dad doesn't know how to drive very well. But, um, you know, that was just, and it was literally probably a stone's throw from where you all were. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, as you, as you were talking, I was thinking back to that. Cause I think that's maybe, Unfortunately, that's one of the only ones we've ever had. And and he was so upset. And the fact that you has, I mean, that what you all went through was way, way bigger than that. And the fact that they don't remember there's, there's some shielding there, I think that's taken place. Mm-hmm. Um, two things. One was that I'm not sure how old your little boy was, but that Locke did not stop crying. And right. of course, later we realized his leg was broken. So oh. I think that had some to some to do with it, but he would not stop crying. And I remember telling like EMTs who were asking me, is he okay? And I was like, I, I there's know. no way I yeah. can know. I need right. to get him checked out, you know? And um, so I was, I was glad that they ended up sending him in too and, and checking Cooper out to make sure everything was okay. But yeah. Um, Aaron, that, that seems like some pretty aggressive parking lot driving. I mean, I don't know if we need a little bit more from that story, but uh, did you need that, that bad? My poor wife, she walked out. She's like, what happened? I'm like, I hit a pole. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> there's really nothing. I, I can't make it any more exciting than that. I, I just didn't see it. It was kind of in a blind spot to my left. And I turned and drove right into it. But this isn't about me. <laughs> so, no. Anyway, um, but I do remember he cried and cried and cried. And I couldn't get him to stop crying. It was like, we're fine, buddy. Like there was, you know, yeah. I just hit a pole. But anyway, um, so where are we today? Like, what, where are we now? with everything. Cause I know that that's a lot of what this fundraiser is for is, is some needs that you all have. Um, where are we today? Um, I just realized we didn't quite get to all of Naomi's stuff. Mm-hmm. Just we'll go over it quickly. So spinal cord injury, complete spinal cord injury at T5. So mm-hmm. from just about chest level down, um, she has no mobility and no so- sensation. Um, and, at the same time, she had many fractures as well in her neck and ligament damage that was severe enough that they needed to um, go in and stabilize things. So she had a surgery pretty early on um, where they operated both anterior and posterior. So she has um, some good battle scars there. Mm. Um, And one, another, I think, yeah, a neurological condition as a result of, I think the injuries here is something called Horner syndrome. Um, And so that is characterized by a droopy eye Mm. and different size pupils. Um, And the thing that, that, that you have to worry about with that is that it adds to her inability to control her body temperature, oh. which is a, which is a big 
problem for spinal cord injuries, but the in particular, the Horn, Horner syndrome will make her one side. It's, it's actually, we called it a, her superpower <laughs> mm-hmm. when she gets, when she gets overheated and we know we need to take action. One side is bright red and one is just normal. Wow. And there's a, there's a straight line straight down the middle. Mm. Um, so that one is kind of actually fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and was that, uh, she had left side weakness. Um, as Axel had right side, she had left side, but hers, um, was definitely not as severe and, um, has had through rehab is gone. She, she's equal on both sides now. That's good. Good. Mm -hmm. But that Um, now requires, you all have some now requirements in your home that to, to deal with, with, um, you know, what you all are working through now. And, and I think that's part of what, what they're trying to raise the funds for. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, just, just from our family is that you know, we got four kids. We, we, we enjoy our family time. Our family from Kentucky comes up regularly. And, you know, so we, we, we need a lot of a space, right? We don't live mm-hmm. in a, a huge home right now, but when we got home, obviously it's not designed for, you know, a wheelchair, um, and uh, we got four bedrooms upstairs. There's a half bath on the main floor, and Naomi can fit into that. So we mm. we knew immediately after the accident that we we had to look for other homes. But we we've dealt with so much change with the family that we didn't want to change them too much. So we went on this manhunt for finding a a home more of a ranch style, you know, right? And yeah, and that that kept us in their school in mm. their same schools. So that mm-hmm. was the the goal. And for those in Hilliard, there's not a whole lot of ranch homes in Hilliard, no, right? No, you know, no, there's so. not. And if and the ones you find are three bedroom, and mm. we're a six person family, so that yeah. is a stretch. Yeah. And the market yeah. is is just yeah. not very right now. It's not very open. I mean, there's just not yeah. a lot of availability. Right. Yeah. Wow. And I think when we first got home, we joined our and kind of two different pages. I was like, we could, you know, build a mother-in-law suite on the back of the house and mm-hmm. Joanna was not a fan of that but I, you know a, a small moment that that changed my mind was it was a Saturday afternoon and um, we were upstairs I think I was maybe you know I don't know getting dressed or something and the other kids were just in their rooms and nothing was going on right we're just that Saturday afternoon kind of relaxed and maybe finishing up from doing some housework or something and Naomi rolls to the bottom of the stairs and just yells up and says what are you guys doing up there? Oh, no. And it, it just, it, it, I mean, I share that with you story because just we've had so many sad moments, but that yeah. just, it, yeah. it solidified me to say, hey, we got to find something that meets our family needs mm-hmm. and uh, that we can, we can make a home where she can go anywhere and essentially be anywhere. And yeah. so that, yeah. that's well, what puts us where I mean, we are today. I'm not sure he remembers, but early on in the hospital, the reason that I didn't waver when he said we could change some things in this house, I think we can make it work was because he said very, he felt very strongly that he wanted to be somewhere where she could go anywhere in the house. Mm-hmm. We needed a house where she could go where she wanted to go. Um, and that struck a chord with me. I think that yeah. um, is like a basic right in a family dynamic. You know, sure. she, she should be able to do that. So 
luckily it took a while. Um, like, like we said, the accident was in March and we, we started looking then. Um, but we finally found a home that is going to, is going to be very good for us. Awesome. And that's in the same school district as you were looking for. Yeah. Fantastic. It'll keep, it'll keep all our older kids on the exact same path and our youngest who hasn't started elementary will start in a different elementary school, but he hasn't gotten settled anywhere. So that's great. Yeah, that's great. But that, that house will still require some changes. Is that, that's correct. And yeah. what, what are, what are the changes that need to be done? Well, I think, I think, and this is where we've learned about spinal cord injuries, right? Like, you know, just that, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but I'll just mm-hmm. show you though. So when you, there's kind of two major facets that make the bathroom situation much different for a spinal cord uh, injury person is that number one on the lower part of your spine controls all your, your bowel and bladder functions. Naomi has um, what's called neurogenic bowel and neurogenic bladder. And that means that she, um, she has no control of that anymore. And that, um, that, uh, that we take care of that for her. Um, what's good is that, that they know what they're doing and they can teach us how to do like things that you didn't know existed, but something called a bowel program. So Hmm. you, you make, make it so that it, she's living as normal a life as possible. Um, but these things have been going on in one of our living rooms Oh wow! (laughs) because she can't go into any bathroom here. And we, we actually, we didn't ever say that we made her a makeshift bedroom in one of those spaces down here. Yeah. And, um, it's worked well. We can't, we can't complain. It's been okay, but we're ready to be in a place our family belongs. Yeah. Um, Can only imagine. Yeah. So the bathroom that's available there to, um, to her is, not a small bathroom. It's, I think it's going to be doable size wise that with a wheelchair, you need five foot radius, um, around. Um, so, so I think that we will be able to make it work and we have several options too, of, of different ways. The, the one we really like is to be able to make it a private bathroom to Naomi's room so that, um, it's just bothered me from the beginning thinking about guests going in her bathroom, that bathroom or even her siblings um, and seeing all of her things, you know, her her setup. I think it would be really great for her now and in the long run, you know, as she gets older, she'll become more independent with those, with those things. She can, that is definitely a possibility. So she needs a bathroom. And, and how is everybody else doing now? I think everybody's doing well. Good. Yeah. I, it, it, I, it, I think the whole part about, you know, your family, we, we, as much as we loved each other before then through this experience, you know, separation, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah. it does make the heart grow a little bit fonder. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were just everywhere. We had kids in a hospital in two different rooms with COVID, which you could imagine just oh getting in places yeah. so difficult and, and managing other kids at home. And we had to, I mean, to, we had to fight to get more, um, like 
the two of us were were listed on Axel's room and the two of us were listed on Naomi's room and it's only two visitors. So if that was the case, we wouldn't, we wouldn't ever be able to see our other kids. Um, so as, as time went on, we kind of bugged and bugged and were able to get, um, separately my parents added on and that allowed us to come, to come home and spend some time in the evening with our other kids. And, but yeah, it brought us together. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we had a goal at the hospital. It's kind of a dumb goal, but we'll say what it is, is we, we love the TV show Goldbergs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but uh-huh. we've thoroughly enjoyed that. So that was our goal to get home and be able to watch Goldbergs as a family. And we count down <laughs> at the hospital as, you know, Naomi there it was there near, t- near two months and uh, Axel got out a couple weeks before then. But, uh, you know, to come home, just to be in the same room as a, as a family and just, yeah kind of just be in the presence i mean we it's you know and we look back at a few different things on the positive side is that one we easily could have lost one of our children that night we didn't um and even even with the severe injuries that we have we're we're thankful that naomi still has the function of her arms Mm -hmm. you know that she'll if we set up her life now she'll have an independent life as an adult and that that's really our goal yeah, uh, you know she's eight, so we got time, and we can we can teach her. Honestly, we're learning from YouTube and support groups on Facebook and our physicians and everything else because it's you know it's you wake up one day and you can't lose use half your body, and you mm. know I just I, I sit there and watch her at night. I just think I can't I can't imagine it. Even it's my daughter, and I'm living it with her. So mm-hmm. I'm not not going off on a tangent. I'll get teary eyed again, but. Yeah. You know, just being able to come home. How are we doing now? I mean, we're back to, you know, <laughs> siblings fighting again, right? You know, <laughs> over dumb stuff. That, and, that and, happened and, too uh, fast. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, certain things have changed, right? You know, mm-hmm. we don't quite uh, go do certain activities or whatever because some things have changed. And we'll get back to some of that stuff. But uh, it, we, we do feel a little bit normal. It's just our normal is a little bit slower. It takes a little bit more prep time. Um, and we have to kind of run a clock right you know some of the procedures that we have to do throughout the day each day we're on a clock but it it is so good to be back as a family unit and enjoy each other's company i can't and i can't express how much Mm -hmm. we feel it it feels great yeah Yeah. well you all have been very kind to to kind of let myself and this audience um into your home tonight um and to share you know a very personal story with us um but I, I wanted to do that because, and I, this is the first that we've all ever met, but I want to do that because, you know, we all want to help um, somehow, some way, you know, however we can. And um, I think we, we always just, we, we look for those opportunities. And so um, I'm thankful that you all would let us come into your home tonight uh, through this podcast and share this with us. Um, so a few things that, that are coming up, um, one of them is coming up. So it's a, we're recording this um at like nine 30 on a Thursday before this Saturday, but this Saturday is the, um, dots, tots bar crawl, um, which I believe it takes place the, the crooked can, um, or what's well, a bar crawl. <laughs> it's probably all over downtown. Anyway. Um, uh, you can find out more about that at the dots, tots bar crawl.com. Um, that is a website, but, um, specifically for you all, they have set up a fund, um, or a place where you can, you know, people can donate, um, that can be found through, the uh, Dots Tots Facebook page, 
Is that correct? And I'll, I'll have the links in this post as well, um, where I can share that. But um, the best place I think we said is going to be through the Dots Tots Facebook page. That'll get you to the page where you can actually donate there. Um, and that's that's a financial gift, I believe, is where they could do that. Are there any other needs? If somebody's you know listening, are there any other needs outside of those that in ways that someone could help? Obviously, the, the finances would be for the things that we've said, the renovations that need to take place, things like that. But is there any other way that they can help? Um, I don't, we've, we've been blown away, honestly, at awesome. the, the service that people have offered us, um, even continuing past the hospital. You know, people said, People will forget about it and you, you have to remind them and that never mm -hmm. happened. People yeah. kept checking on us and kept doing things for us. And um, no, I don't think there's, there's anything that we need. The only thing that I would, would say is that through this experience, it's, it's made me much more aware, which it's embarrassing that I wasn't before, but much more aware of things that are accessible to my daughter mm. um, out in public. You know, you, we take her somewhere and I think she would never be able to go here or mm. um, take her some, somewhere that maybe she'd go as a, you know, an older girl and she would have to ask a stranger to open this door you know, to even enter the place. So I'm, I'm not sure I'm not, uh, I think I will become a better and better advocate because I do feel, um, passion for that for mm -hmm. not only Naomi, but so many others who are in wheelchairs, mm -hmm. um, and just have other needs that affect their accessibility. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to just, to just be, be, become more aware Mm -hmm. and, Absolutely. and if I were to come, you know, I think that's part of the reason why we like Hilliard so much. Mm -hmm. I mean, this accident happened to us and, you know, the outpouring of the community around us, our church, our neighbors, our school, yeah. random strangers in mm -hmm. the area. I mean, is, they put out like an APB that we needed to ramp at our house. And, you know, they had one welded and put together, like erected within mm -hmm. a week. Just people just were, were willing to help and give their time. Honestly, it's going to sound weird. People volunteered to mow our yard, and I was like, I can still mow my yard. But it was like the, it was Tyler like the has... most wonderful thing that on Saturday morning I could help with things and not have right. to worry about it. And, right. you know, it was, so I mean, when you say we need stuff, we, the outpouring on us is—I mean, we can't thank people enough um, for the little things to the big things. It's—it's it's been beyond unfathomable how much people have reached out to us and help and. Awesome. We we spoke a little bit before about how it's uh it's really hard to to realize that you're in a situation where you where you have to not just accept it but sometimes ask ask for it. Mm -hmm. Um and that's been really hard for us but um for me my mom said told me something that helped helped me a lot. She said people want to do something and that's that's what they can do. You know, yes. whatever they're doing, they're doing what they can do. Yeah. And, um, and I just want the world for my kids. Mm -hmm. And so that takes kind of takes the wall down and, um, 
allows you to accept people's help, which we are so appreciative of. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about that in our, our pregame <laughs> before we started about how hard that is. And I do, I had a friend that I think I've mentioned it before on this podcast, but I had a friend that was in a cancer battle and he was the same way. He didn't want help, you know, um, but he was a dad and a, a husband. And, and I remember him, somebody telling him and then him sharing with me that what changes his perspective is very, it's very similar to what you just said. He said that somebody told him you're robbing them of the gift if you don't accept it because they're, they're being led or felt like they wanted to, or wanted to. And, and every time you say no, because of your pride, you're robbing them of the gift. And it changed his perspective a lot. Um, I I'd be the same way. I'm, I, I'm not good at that, you know, but, um, but I think it is a gift and it's a gift that people want to give. And especially, as you said, in this community, it's a wonderful community where people really do care. Um, not that other communities don't, I just know Hilliard. And I know that um, the people in this community really care about each other a lot. Yeah, we felt it. We yeah. felt it. That's why we didn't leave. <laughs> awesome. I did, well, we're glad I you're did. here. I had one other thing when you said, what, what do you need? And this mm -hmm. is, you know, Joanna, I think uses, not uses, but is, is now that we've had this accident to talk about accessibility and be a platform for that and, you know, kind of be a awareness of something we didn't quite see before. And I think the other thing that I've used it as a platform for talking about safety and, mm -hmm. you know, being good, good stewards of our community is, you know, it, 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 what happened to our family is from distracted driving. Yep. And, and that's, that's maybe some of the part that I like to kind of promote a little bit and encourage mm -hmm. people, right. As a platform to say, Hey, you know, that's a way to keep your community safe. Right. And so, you know, pay attention to the things you got to do and, and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, it's almost tough to share that in some cases to think that that's the reason why we're here today um, is because of that. But I, I can't help but not tell people and say, hey, you know, talk to your young drivers, talk right. to, you know, re-engage re our own selves as you get a text message or whatever else across your phone. And we're so yep. connected these days that, you know, I, I just would, that's what I'd ask anybody is, you know, let's prevent anything of any injury level through uh, paying attention to what we need to be doing at that time. It's a message we constantly need reminded of because we're constantly distracted by mm -hmm. our phones, by our watch that's connected to our phone, by whatever else. Um, yep. It's so it, it has to be constantly reminded. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you almost have to combat the amount of distraction that we get from our phones with that message so that we're constantly reminded, Hey, leave it. it that, that message will be there when you, you know, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when you didn't have a phone in your car, you know, and then right. when you did get one in your car and it cost you too much money to even pick it up. So, you know, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> and we all made it, you know? Uh, yeah. So, you know, we don't, we don't need, um, and I'm, I'm as guilty as the next person. I really am. I can't act like I'm really good about it. Cause I, I struggle with that just like everybody else. It was, it was actually, a, um, a, I think, I think this will make sense, but it was a huge gift to me that I could relate to being distracted, you know, mm -hmm. like right away, I knew like that could have, it could have been me, it could have been my fault. And, mm -hmm. and it wasn't, I, I've been grateful that, that I can relate to, to her, um, so, so as not to, to blame her so much as to just relate and also just be grateful that I don't have to carry that, that burden. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's a little thing and it's, it's certainly, um, shouldn't take such a, such a big, um, 
big consequence to change, change your habits. I think it sounds like you've been given a grace and a forgiveness that some people would probably really struggle with um, in, in the aftermath. So that's, that's also pretty amazing that you've already come to a place where you have that grace and it sounds like a forgiveness. And this moment. Yeah, true. Well, that's, I think that's honest, right? I mean, I think that's fair and it's, it's all of us, um, you know, and, and I'm, with anything in life, I should say, not obviously in not the situation, but, um, you know, that grace and forgiveness is not easily to come by sometimes. Um, just had an issue this morning that I was dealing with some forgiveness on my own. So, um, once again, speaking as much to myself (laughs) when I say that, but, um, so one other question, uh, that we didn't talk about, hopefully it's okay. And if it's not, you guys just say pass. Um, do you have a contact information where somebody, if they can't do something financially, there's not a way that they can help you, or if they hear this and there's something that clicks with them or they can network somehow for you, is there a contact information for that? Like an email address or something for you all that they can get out and, and reach out to you? Or if you don't want to share that, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Or can they find you on Facebook or, or what's a good way for somebody to contact you? I don't think we're we're expecting that question by any means. Sorry, it's a curveball. Maybe a little plug before that is if you'd really like to follow our kids and what they're doing as we're learning this. There's a Facebook page that was created by some friends of ours that we post somewhat regularly on some updates where their growth is called Hamilton Hug. And, uh, you know, a lot of people here locally following that. And, you know, I'm, I'm Tyler Hamilton and Joanna Hamilton. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, you know, I give my phone number out here. I, I don't no, care. I wouldn't, let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> let's not go, that, I like that. I mean, T- tell me again one more time. Hamilton hug? Hamilton like, hug. Hug. Okay. Two All words. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. And Maybe that's on Facebook. My blood type if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> We're good. Uh, Hamilton Hug Facebook, right? That's what we said. Okay, just want to make sure I get it right. Um, okay, cool. Well, well, I'll have uh, I'll have all these links, as I said. Um, but just to run through them really quick, if anybody's listening on their treadmill or out walking their dog or driving in the car or whatever it might be. Um, so, and we can also contact. So, let me start at the top. You can contact Dots Tots at con. It's contact at Dots Tots D O T S T O T S dot org contact at dotstots.org. Uh, the, the Hilliard bar, bar crawl is Saturday night. Um, and you can find that at dotstotsbarcrawl.com. Um, the way to find you all is two, two Facebook pages. Now one would be on the dotstots page. That's where they can get to the fundraiser, um, which is, is very important. So please, I think, start there. And then once you've spent your time there, go back to Facebook and find Hamilton hug that right hamilton hug yeah and tyler and joanna on facebook yeah did we get it all see some some really cute pictures of our kids there there you go well and i think everybody's going to want to uh i know i'm going to go follow it as soon as we get done well first i'm going to get this done and edit it and up because i want to get this word out as soon as we can um and hopefully you know people will rally like we said we live in a great community but uh this audience is is larger than just our community hopefully. <laughs> and so, yeah. uh, you know, hopefully others will rally around you all as well. I know um, I, I'm so thankful you allowed us into your home tonight um, and just allowed us to, to hear your story. We, we haven't been able to say how, how great we'll, grateful we are for you, especially, you know, on a rush, rush basis. It was, it was a really nice, surprising opportunity for us. Yeah. 
not something we do usually on a Thursday night. <laughs> so there you go. The Goldbergs isn't on, is it? No. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Well, good. good. I hope you weren't DVRing or something that, no, that you'd miss. But no, no thank you. I, I'm thankful for the platform and, and the people that listen or will allow me to do this um, every day. And so, well, not every day, but most feels like, mm -hmm. but um, you know, that the, the, the audience is what allows me to do this. So I'm thankful for the platform and I'm, I'm happy to share it. Um, and especially in this case. So, um, you know, we'll be praying for you all. Um, and I, I just pray that, um, you know, everything just continues to, to go well. What is, I, I'm sorry, one last question. What is the long-term outlook? Um, so, so for Naomi, it's pretty set. She actually just kind of um, kind of completed her first round of physical therapy. They kind of called it a graduation, but um, for her, she will continue to return to therapy to learn new skills as she gets older um, that she, that she needs to do. So she'll, she'll have quite a lot of therapy in, in her life. Um, at, at this point, we know that that uh, nothing will return. So she will live her, her life in a wheelchair, which she has acclimated to amazingly. Wow. Um, and Axel, um, Axel's long-term is still some therapy um, because of the difference in the strength on each side. Um, and also the brain injury, um, there's a window and I don't, I don't know exactly when that is. Um, but there's a window of improvement. And then after that window closes, you kind of are seeing what you're, what you're going to get. Mm. Um, and he's a great kid, you know, mm. he's, he, he's been affected by this. There, mm -hmm. There's no, there's no doubt there, but, um, he works hard and, um, I think it's good. I think his outlook is good. Good. Yeah. Okay. And, and hopefully all, all of us, well, Tyler's pretty strong. All of us will mentally keep improving <laughs> as well. So it's been, been taxing, um, in that regard, but also therapy, everybody go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a plug too. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I imagine. I imagine. And if y'all yeah. could have seen the video, you would have seen Tyler made a few faces when she said he was strong. <laughs> so, oh dear. Uh -oh. <laughs> well, it's audio. It's a podcast. So you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. no, they, they were fun. They were fun to watch. Now this has been, um, this has been wonderful. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to rush to get this up. Um, I should have it up this evening. So it will be up in time tomorrow for a full day of, Hopefully people listening, I will be promoting it all day tomorrow. Um, and then hopefully some people will see you all. Are you, uh, Well, yeah, you all will be at the bar crawl, right? Yeah. We'll so hopefully people will see you at the bar crawl on Saturday night. It is homecoming for uh, my daughter. So I don't know if I will be able to be at the bar, crawl. <laughs> but, um, but you know, it's a chance for anyone to meet you. Maybe if, if somebody's heard this, that's just another place that they can come up and just get to know you all and, and, and offer any help or ideas that they may have as well. So yeah. appreciate yeah. you all uh, praying for you. And uh, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank right. you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the unscripted podcast with your host, Aaron Conrad from his studio at the junction in old Hilliard. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. 
Also, make sure to check out my song, Great and Mighty One, on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your music. We'll see you next time on Unscripted with Aaron Conrad. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.